Welcome back to another episode of Woke Whiskey. I am Brian. And I am Kate. And uh, today's question, uh, not surprising, uh, is everyone a little bit racist? But I forgot. Step one is the whiskey. Um, I did not pour this glass today, so I'm not sure what is in it. It could be... Very watered down apple juice. Well, someone let the ice melt and now it is a little bit watered down. But this, my friend, is uh, a nice glass of wild turkey. Mm. Ah, wild turkey. Mm. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Speaking of gobble, gobble, turkeys, Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if there's a lot to be thankful for right now in America. Uh, but, it is, yeah, pretty but, terrible. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. That, that's not it. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, all right. Um, so the question uh, is, uh, is everyone a little bit racist? Um, I'm going to let you, uh, I'm going to let you take this one. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, my answer is a resounding yes, uh, only qualified by the fact that I think a lot of people are more than a little bit racist. Um, but to qualify my answer a little bit, I don't, I think the difficult thing about this question is that many or the majority of people are not like overt in their racism or even necessarily consciously aware of it. You know, I feel like we all know about implicit biases. It's not like a secret that, you know, growing up in the world, you internalize biases against people who are different than you, whether or not you intentionally do it or whether you try to be like really well educated. Right, so, so, sorry, and informed. For, those, for those of us who don't have uh, master's uh, degrees in the room, could you, uh, could you, what is, what, what are implicit biases? What is, oh, what is this, what is this term? My mistake, yes. Thank you. Um, so implicit biases refer to the, like, prejudices that we have about people that we're not consciously aware of. So, you know, even though pretty much anyone you would ask if you said, like, hey, are you racist? They would be like, no, of course not. Like, I think everyone is equal. I, you know, some people would even say those things like, oh, I don't see color and things like that, which now we know are not appropriate responses. But even though people, you know, would would not consider themselves to be racist, they have implicit biases, no matter what. Um, just from, like, growing up and being a person in the world and those implicit biases start even when you're like extremely young you know you you if you're a parent you never teach your kids to be racist the i mean hopefully but kids pick up on those cues like from a very early age like they notice whether or not their parents have black friends they notice how their parents interact with other people like if they you know just like tiny things like when they lock their car doors or when they you know there's all kinds of things that like lead into 
how children perceive the world and the kinds of, you know, like schema that they internalize. And so even from a very young age, if you're, even if you're, you know, trying your hardest to not be racist, there's just a lot of factors in play in our society that are kind of like having the opposite effect. What do you think? Um, I do agree that uh, you, you grow up and um, the, your environment uh, does shape how you will perceive things that you uh, may or may not be familiar with then uh, now and later. I do I do think uh, we all have implicit biases. Uh, we all have um, stereotypes that we believe in in regards to other races, uh, whether we are consciously aware of that subscription. Um, maybe you think that subscription ran out. Uh <laughs> Uh, you know, um, yeah, but it, it, yeah, we, uh, I can't even, you know, naturally I'd like to say, yeah, no one thinks they're racist. Um, but there are people out there who do think they're racist and they know they're racist and they're happy to be racist. And they think, uh, being racist is a, uh, logical and, uh, strategic thing to be. Um, and then there are people who say that they're not racist and, um, I, I feel like they would like to think that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, and maybe they, you know, I know what implicit biases are. Uh, you know, but like, um, and then they're just, they're, they're not aware. I think that we should all um, leave room to believe <laughs> that we are indeed a little bit racist. Or a lot racist. Or, or, I mean, yeah, or a lot. But I'm more aimed at people who just kind of think that they're, you know, they're, they're free from that. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, um, I guess it would be, it's better to be aware of your, uh, that there is a chance that you, ha you have implicit biases. Um, maybe you, uh, can't pinpoint what they are. Um, but I think it's just, just let the idea sit with you. Um, let it sit with you every single day in your car on the way to work in the morning at the line Starbucks at your desk in traffic in the swimming pool. Just let, just let it sit with you. Can I add something? Of course. So, I mean, as you were alluding, you know, it's it's hard for people to really examine their biases and acknowledge them and kind of, like, start doing the work of dismantling them, in part because, you know, particularly white people, but, like, we've benefited from the systemic racism for so long that it's, like hard to look at it without getting defensive or to like really truly like grasp the extent to which you've like benefited from privilege your whole entire life 
you know, and you, as you said, I think as people, like our first inclination would be to be like, oh, that, that doesn't really affect me or I'm not like that or this, you know, to kind of separate yourself from it. But you can't because no matter what, like even if you've had a hard life or you, you know, haven't felt like you've had all these advantages in life, like just by the fact of being born white in America, you are going to benefit from the systemic privilege that someone who is born black is not going to have. And so that definitely contributes to like making it harder. Like that's why I think many people, when they hear the question, is everybody racist? would immediately be like, well, no, of course not. You know, but it's because it's, it's like really hard to include yourself in that. You know, would you say there's a difference between racist and being a little bit racist? I no, think, the, que- the question uh, is: is everyone, uh, everyone's? I think, I think every everyone just like off the bat, yes, is a minimum of a little bit racist. If we're gonna expand it to like people such as white people who are benefiting from all this privilege, like. It's more than it's more than a little bit. It doesn't mean you're in the KKK. It doesn't mean you hate black people. Or it doesn't mean that you know oh, this, this all topic, these other this, things. This topic changed. I'm gonna I'm need a, It doesn't mean you're a white I'm a, supremacist. I'm need but a, it means that like you're benefiting from all this stuff, and then and you're kind of and especially if you're kind of going through life like pretending like you earned everything you have. That's racism. You know I mean, what I mean? I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a need a I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a refill. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this, is I, thought this is a, I thought this is a whole <laughs> different topic. What really? Yo, I thought this is a whole different. Okay, so I think we have different definitions of racist. Um, uh, so, huh? Interesting. I mean. Okay, so would you say that being a little bit racist is a bad thing? I mean, I think it is bad, but I don't think it means you're a bad person unless uh, you're. Man, unless, that, was a, that was a trick question, and you, you, you got out of well, that. Well, no, one. I think if <laughs> I don't think it makes you a bad person if you're actively trying to examine your biases dismantle your you know problematic way of viewing the world all this like it's 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 okay to not punish yourself for like growing up with privilege as long as you're recognizing it and working to change things and not just being like well this is nice I like see I feel like that's a question about this. privilege and not so much about Racism. being a little bit racist okay yeah. all right that's fair I think that's, a fair that's why I, I'm sensing a divergence of uh, but it's hard because because they go hand in hand though like if you're if you're benefiting well, from privilege I I don't I don't we the next uh, the next episode could be about white. Pri- I mean, we got we got a uh, okay a, okay. We got right. like eight, yeah eight questions about white privilege. Uh, so, so I do think there's a difference because I don't. When I think about racism, I think everyone. Uh, man, okay. So I mean, there are people who think that colored people cannot be racist. Um, on the surface, I really I don't understand that. 
Um, I, I do get the idea that you cannot be racist if you're the victim of systemic racism. Uh, and that rather than uh, a black person can be racist towards a white person, it's more about a black person can be prejudiced mm, towards mm-hmm. a white um, person. Uh, yeah. But for me, I mean, if, like, is everyone a little bit racist? And if I say if I say yes, at least a little bit, I feel like that everyone, the demographic for that cannot be just Caucasians. I feel like it it would, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I, I, I think that um, it would apply to everyone is a, is a little bit racist. Everyone has everyone has, uh, you know, implicit biases um and uh like yeah i think that you can be uh i don't i don't know spanish and uh and see a black person walking down the street and you decide and you immediately you think uh criminal uh i don't think you would be you would be benefiting from white privilege since you're Spanish, you know what I mean? So I that's why yeah, I think yeah. white privilege and racism are. No, you're right. That you're right to make that distinction. Um, I do think like including all ethnicities. I still think that racism is so pervasive that even though it affects like different races differently, like. I don't know. I just think, obviously, I, I'm not black. I can't, like, speak yeah, to that you, experience. You, uh, you lucked <laughs> out. Um. But, I mean, there's, there are, like, things. I'm going to move past it's, that. It's, um. it's been real fun here in America. <laughs> but there's, like, such kind of ingrained things in our culture, like, you know, like beauty standards or, like, movie characters and things like that where it's like there are all these things that are sort of like messages getting thrown at you all the time that I don't know I still I feel like it would be hard not to internalize some of that as well like whether you are black or white or a different race it's like all the messaging is like no I mean no I I agree. I mean, like, so, like, every Halloween, I'm trying to think of, like, who I want to be as a character. And all my favorite superheroes and stuff, they're all, like, not all of them, just 99.9% of them are are white. And mm-hmm. um, I'm not saying that you need to be the same racial profile as the fictional character you want to cosplay as you know um but to me it just i don't want to do that i want to um i don't know be as true to the uh aesthetic Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the the, um character i'm going as so hence my options are what blade uh anyone with a mask Mm -hmm. uh so that you know that you know I get I get Spider Man, but I don't get Batman. I get Deadpool. Um, yeah. So you know, growing up, it's kind of like where are all the black superheroes? You know, but I think and then you know Barbie dolls especially. 
oh, I yeah. think, growing up and there's no... Like, all that stuff. Yeah, there's, like, one token black, like, representative. Yeah, and so you can it. be grown up and, you know, you're a little black girl. Uh, sorry, a little black queen. And um, there, there are no dolls that look like you. So you're like, is something wrong with me? Like, Right, no, exactly. And so, I mean, in that case, like, that, I mean, that's that's just another face of racism, you know, but it's like then at the same time. So, you know, there's not enough representation of you in these like role model roles, but then you are seeing also like black people being depicted as criminals or as, you know, gang members or things like that. And so I don't, I feel like all of that is, is there to perpetuate these racist stereotypes not just because of that but like okay i'm not saying like in, i'm not saying it's a grand conspiracy i'm just saying that like you know every every person who is exposed to all these representations like it's gonna be hard not it's i don't think i don't know that you can really like not internalize any of that you know no especially you when f- you're you're young uh i think it makes it even uh you're impressionable um even when no one's intentionally trying to impress something upon you. Uh, like, I'm not saying that Mattel went out of their way to only make white dolls to um, proclaim that white is right mm-hmm. and black is whack. Is that a, is that a thing that they, they said? No? Did I just, so. did I just make that up? Oh. Um, but uh, I, I don't think it helps. And hey, maybe back then, you know, who knows what they were up to. Maybe that was their intent. But um, I do think that, yeah, implicit bias may have led to the decision to not make black dolls, um, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I cannot say that, then I can say ignorance um, definitely played a major uh, part in that and other decisions where um other races aren't taken into consideration have we talked about like um like the studies that they've done about proving implicit biases um you lost me at study oh okay i uh it's been a while since i've read about this but in psychology like when they were first kind of researching implicit biases they were doing this study where they had they would show like a photo of a black face and then they would have like different words and you had to, it was like a word association thing. And then they would show a white face and there was a word association thing. And like they were measuring how quickly people would like respond. And it took people longer to associate black faces with like positive connotated words than it did to associate it with like, like bad words. How old was the, the test group? It was adults, I think. And they did this study, ugh, I don't even remember, but it's, like, a while ago, like, years, years back. Yeah, but you know, like, MLK wasn't even, like, 100 years ago. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that was one way that they were able to, like, prove that this is not just a made-up thing. Like, this is really real. Like, the fact that it takes you longer to associate, like, positive words with black people's, like, images. And then they used it to kind of, like, to show why, like, you can say... And you're probably going to say this is a different topic, but, you know, like as far as like police, it's a really big issue because if police see a person who is black and of course, and like just due to like their brain, like 
they're more quickly to ha- like think negative things about the person. Like that is obviously a really huge and dangerous problem. Do you think implicit biases only cause a person to um, draw negative conclusions about a person based on their race? No. I think it can work the other way, the opposite way too. Like you could just as easily flip it and say you see like a white person or some I don't know. And then I and assume like they're really assume that they're good harmless taxes. or something. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it can be like biases for or against, but it's definitely so. Would you say that everyone's people. a little bit racist, or everyone is prone to implicit bias, or would you say everyone is prone to implicit bias that leads to racist thoughts mm. of varying degrees? Great question. Well, I think. Science tells us that everyone has implicit bias. So All right, that's so like, say, say, I'm so a that, Trump, say I'm a Trump supporter. Screw science. Oh, boy. I didn't know we were going to go there. Um, all right. Well, regardless, you're wrong. Um, science says that everybody has implicit biases. So going beyond that to our original question, is everybody a little bit racist? Here's what I think. I think the fact that everyone has implicit biases means that you might not think that your biases are explicit. Like, I don't know. I think here's the thing. Knowing that we all have these biases, I think unless you're like really, truly working as hard as possible to like rid yourself of the biases and like fight against them and retrain your brain, you are racist. And I would go so far to say that even if you are doing that work and you're really, really trying, I don't think you can fully 100% like my work here is done. You know, I don't think the work is ever going to be done because we're still being bombarded with like our culture, which is full of all this racism and all these things. So I do, I do stand by my original answer that everyone is a bit racist. I think you can either be like, like trying to minimize the amount to which your implicit bias impacts the way that you think and act, which is kind of like best case scenario, or you can like not examine them, not try to dismantle them. And you're just like, then you're more then you're like more than a little bit racist because <laughs> you're kind of like letting those implicit biases like drive you rather than considering and trying to. I feel like there's different levels to this Mm -hmm. then there's like um low moderate and high racism then i guess whereas moderate is probably almost probably everyone you know not you specifically but all of you at home (laughs) listening to the sound of my black voice and then there's like kkk level which is high to me. KKK level is just like, <laughs> I mean, anyone who I can't, I'm not even, gonna, um, let me stop. Um, not my president. Uh, th- yeah. And then there's the low, which is the people who are aware of who, uh, are cognizant of their implicit biases and actively work to, uh, lessen 
their um, spot on the scale, which, I mean, I don't think the average person is doing that. I think people just live out day to day, and that's why I'm going to put them in the moderate section. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these are the people who, I'm not even going to give examples, but yeah. Um, and then above moderate, like I said, uh, I don't want to just say KKK because I feel like that's very just like I was going to say, I extreme. feel like there's a whole lot of other, there's a whole lot of other things. Like, where would you put someone who like uses the N-word? See, contextually, oh, I'd put that person, N-word how? Like, my friends who use the N-word, like, not hard R. <laughs> I'm going to let you take that one. No, um. I'd, I would put them in the moderate section. Okay, so... What, is, what about someone who uses it in a derogatory way? In a derogatory way? Mm-hmm. I need examples. For me, well, I, see, I know it's like, oh, why do you need examples? They said the N-word. Uh, derogatory. Like, why? Oh, wait, derogatory. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was like... They, uh, <laughs> they, they go to the front of the line. For, for so, like, that, like that's that's the thing to me is, like, to me, that is an example of a high level of racism. Like, it's See, a, you don't have to be in the No, KKK. I would put them all in the same high. No, I agree. Yeah. No, I'm I saying would put, I agree with I you. Would put, I agree. I would put those people in the same place as the KKK. Even if you're not going to the, you know, the monthly lynching and you, you're, you know, you call people, you know, I don't want to just say black people, but I'm just like colored people. Like not just the, not just the N word, but you use, you know, the Chinese derogatory term or the, with a Spanish derogatory term, like all these, all these people, everyone has a spot on the spectrum, and um, that's like ninety percent of us are in the moderate section. Even even the, the people, uh, companies, uh, all media, all the all social media who say we're going to take an active stance and. We, we haven't done enough in the past and we've been listening and we've made these changes and this is what we're going to do. Still moderate. Uh, whole different topic, but I just think all of this feels very trendy to me right now. And like the fact that I could be having this conversation four years ago, eight years ago, uh, 40 years ago makes this feel very trendy to me. And when the weather gets nicer, okay, it's all different topic. I'm going to stop. But yeah. Uh, so you say everyone is a little bit racist. I agree. And that, that's... I have something else to add. What do you want to add? Okay. So lately, it seems to me that this discussion more and more has been around, like, not is every, not not like, am I racist or not racist, but about having to actively be anti-racist. And so, like... Are you familiar with this term? Anti-racist. Yeah, anti-racist. I know, I know, I know the prefix anti, and I know the word racist. Um, I'm drawing a conclusion based on prior knowledge, uh, but if uh, I could be incorrect. <laughs> well, one of the books that is like used this term a lot is by Ibram Kendi, and it's a, it's called like something about being anti-racist, and I am not well informed enough to Do you have know the, the ISBN title of it. Number no, I don't. But but basically the idea is like, um, all this like I, to kind of regards to your cynicism, which I think is well founded. Like all these things that we that like 
particularly that people have been doing this past week, like realizing that systemic racism exists and like feeling bad about it. All of that, it's like, like picture like, um, like underground and then the level of ground and then above ground. Okay. And so like all the things that people have been doing this week, it's like below the ground is, is like actively racist. Okay. And all the things that people have been doing this week, like posting on social media and like wanting to donate to this place and like, like calling out this and that and you know all this stuff that's just getting you like to the ground like you're not on the first step you're not like up above it's like that's just the most base level of like just being like okay maybe you're like trying to be not racist at this point it's just like basic you haven't accomplished anything except for just like opening your eyes and seeing where you are and so like what the call needs to be is not to be like, oh, I'm not racist. That's like, that's like zero, you know, because that's like, okay, you're not actively out like. That's moderate. That's my moderate level. But isn't that crazy? It's like, if you're, okay, you're not actively out like hating black people and trying to like, like hurt them or something. Why does that give you any points at all? Yeah. Like that's that's zero points for you. Good job. You're not <laughs> like a murderer. Okay. But it's like but then the next step has to be like actively doing work to be anti-racist, to like push back against all of these systems that have been around for hundreds of years. And that's where it's like you can start to like get tiny tiny like baby steps in a positive direction you know what i mean yeah but it's like before you even get to that it's like all these people right now who it feels like are just waking up it's like yay now we're at a score of zero you know what i mean (laughs) and i don't mean that to come off in like a cynical way because i know it's you know it's like a hard conversation and i'm definitely like i we were talking about this earlier but you know i'm I'm not critical of the current bandwagon or trend or whatever. Like, I think we have to start somewhere and I'm definitely on the bandwagon myself, you know, and it's like, I think it's better for people to be riled up at all than to just continue to ignore things. And I mean, who knows? It's hard to say this time will be any different, but I think... It has to, it has to start. Yeah, I agree. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I, I do have thoughts about what you said, but I, my thoughts would go into the question you didn't want to cover. <laughs> yeah. No, go on. No, the don't all don't all lies matter question. By but all means. I'm not no, I'm not we're not gonna talk about it in this episode. I try to keep these episodes under twenty minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well in that case that's very we, enticing. We hear you. We hear for you. This is a succession reference. It's on HBO. You should get the HBO trial. Watch both seasons. Um they're not even sponsoring us. They're not. But <laughs> but while you're trying to succeed on the spectrum of um, racist, 
not racist and anti-racist, you can definitely succeed with some seasons of succession. Um, but yeah, um, you know, be careful out there, people. Um, yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're probably shocked right now that you just found out that you're at least a little bit racist. So I'll <laughs> let you stew in that. Just um, stew. Just stew and self-reflect and just you know, and just try to get on that you know anti-racist level. That's, you know, that's the thing. Let's end it positive. All you can do is try to be better, and it's not too exactly. late to start now. Exactly. I allude to that the first day of school, all the time with my students illusion yes so right now you know maybe you know hopefully because you're listening to woke whiskey and uh unless you're one of those people who don't want to be in an echo chamber and you are like totally alt-right uh which thank thanks for thanks for being here <laughs> um welcome to the cookout <laughs> but uh okay let me stop all right you know we, you she needs to stop drinking during these shows all right so um I am uh, Brian. I'm Kate. And this has been another episode of Woke Whiskey. Whiskey.